Hey everybody, how are you doing on this fine Sunday evening? Welcome to FMTV Weekly. I am Peter Brown. I'm flying solo today again. Ed is uh, at the airport. He's taking his wife to the airport. So family stuff coming in, uh, in, in, in his way as far as doing the show. But you and I are here, and so we'll, we should have some fun tonight. Uh, as always, get active in the chat, especially when it's just you and me in the in the chat uh we're, i'm gonna lean heavily on the chat so let's uh let's get in there and talk about whatever you want to talk about my main topic is we all know at this point and if you don't know uh, joseph martinez is out he is not part of the plans for 2023 no big surprise there and um you know there's questions and and, and more things leading to the fact that luis suarez might be in so let's talk about that tonight and our thoughts on that and plus anything else you want to talk about. But we will do all that after we say a big thank you to Canesware. And Canesware is located in Davie, Florida, just south of 595 on University Drive. This is where you go to get all your inner Miami gear. They've got a lot of messy merch and they've got more coming. Messy scarves. Uh, they've got some new messy shirts coming in as well that uh, they're going to let me know as soon as they come in. Plus, they've got the, the the pink messy jerseys. If you want those, they've got them. So everything you need at a better price and no lines. Like now, now you go to the you go to the stadium. There's long lines, and you know. So we're not going to the stadium anymore, right? For the rest of this year. So go to Canesware. And you want to buy or sell some property? You got to contact Mia Rodriguez. She is the go-to, the goat of all realtors, as Ed likes to call her. Just give her a call at 754-269-6923. She's also got a WhatsApp there. She speaks three languages. And on top of that, if I could find it, you can also watch her on TV. She's on a show called Selling Florida on pretty much every network you can think of. So go check out Mia Rodriguez on Selling Florida. All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's let's say hi to you guys in the chat. If you haven't, um, you know, chatted or anything yet, please do so. And as always, though, tonight's a good night to give us a call. You want to give it, get jump in the conversation? Call seven eight six four seven four 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 three five. Hey, and I also want to just mention this real quick. We did start a um, a patreon campaign to save ed's kidneys and uh, he's he's willing to sell one of his kidneys for for season tickets but uh, we've got we've got we've got some people that decided to jump on board and support the channel so for five dollars a month you can you can support this channel this is optional i mean we're not i'm not going to mention this a whole lot but i do want to say a thank you to eric caesar and Julio for jumping on board and supporting the channel. So you can j support this channel if you want to support it a little further. Go to patreon.com slash TV. All right. How's everybody doing tonight? Let's say hi to you guys in the chat. First person I see in here is Louis Rodriguez. Welcome, Louis. Damian Guzman is here as well. Happy to see you. B King, how are you doing? I want to talk about that. So we'll come back to that. IT professional channel. All right. Can't wait to see it next year. Hopefully the best player in. Mm. 
All right, so that's a Suarez fan. Sport Shorts is here as well. Broward Heron. Hey, Broward Heron. Um, so your question, what was Martinez getting fired officially announced by Tata? Tata did come out in, in the media on, on uh, I think it was, well, last week or, or maybe it was, I, it's been heavily reported uh, that, that he is not part of the uh, plans for Inter-Miami um, next year. So he has, he has made it official that uh, I'm looking for the actual quote. Um, here we're looking. Da, 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 da. Last night. So here from Alex Winley. Everybody loves Alex Winley on. Um, and, and, and we'll get back to the, the uh, welcoming everybody. But Alex Winley, great resource on Twitter. She's a great um, reporter for Inner Miami. She's, she's saying last night Tata confirmed. One of uh, Miami's 2024 roster moves telling the media that Joseph Martinez won't return to the team. So there you go. That's, that's where we're, that's where it's coming from. And she's not the only one. I'm just, that's the one that I was, uh, I think, uh, Franco Panizo also reported it as well. So several, several outlets, I think, uh, Michelle Kaufman might've from the Miami Herald may have also reported it. So he said it, um, you know, that uh, he will not be part of, of the team next year. One World One Goal is here. Welcome. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Kevin Gonzalez. Disappointing end to the season, but we won the League's Cup, so all is good. I agree. Jose Velasquez. Yes, somebody mentioned your name. Thank you for joining the Patreon. Caesar is here as well. Our longtime old school drummer. And that's it for now that that uh, I see as far as in the chat. So let's let's get to, to some of your conversations. Let's get to some of the um, topics at hand and that. So it should come as no surprise that Joseph Martinez is not part of the plan moving forward. That shouldn't come to a surprise as a surprise to anybody. Um but, and I agree with sports shorts here. Hopefully that means more Campana. It has to. It has to mean more Campana, right? Uh, so, Louis, so, so, so uh, Joseph Martinez, he makes $4 million a year. He is a designated player, but not for Inter-Miami. So he's taking a designated player spot, basically, from Atlanta. Atlanta paid majority of his contract. They didn't want him. They didn't want him so much that they were willing to pay for the, a good chunk of his contract and Inter Miami pick up the rest for one year. So we had basically a one year trial with Inter Miami. Now, if he had lit it up, if he was the old Joseph, if he was the Joseph that helped Atlanta, you know, win a championship, then he would probably get been given a new contract. His contract expires. He, there's an option for 2024. Inter-Miami controls that option. If they wanted to, they could bring him back as an option in 2024. But it's going to be, the I think, the full contract, the full $4 million, and he's going to want to negotiate a new contract for moving forward. So, uh, you know, it 
It just didn't make sense based on his his output. I mean, we, I think most people like uh, uh, Joseph Martinez. He's a great personality. I think he was good in the locker room. He seems like a really, really good guy. But it just didn't produce. So then you got to start looking elsewhere. And apparently they're looking at Luis Suarez. So I saw some comments here. Here, um, uh, Let me see. Okay, Caesar is saying we should pass on Suarez and strengthen our back defense. Look, they need to do both, I guess. Uh, so here's my thing. I think... Campana can do the job, but Campana does not really create a whole lot once in a while. He doesn't really create. So if he's not getting the service and they, and they keep putting um, Messi as more of a forward, I think they need to drop Messi back, put him as more the the the, the number 10, get make him the number 10, uh, a little bit more advanced maybe than some other number 10s, but uh, uh, an advanced attacking um, midfielder. And let Campana be up top. But then if you're doing that, do you then maybe need two? So then does the Suarez-Campana make sense? Now, Suarez is old as dirt for, for a football player. He is 36 years old. I'm not sure when his birthday is. But, uh, but you know, he's, he's getting up there in age. Uh, Eric Thomas saying... I'll pass on Suarez. I actually hate Suarez. Very poor character player. So, yeah, he has had some character issues. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, though, uh, Eric. Didn't he have some uh, racial issues? Like, didn't he make some racist comments at some point? We all know he bit. We got them chompers. Uh, we all knew he bit somebody. Uh, Broward Heron's comments on Suarez here. While I agree with everyone else about Suarez, I would think the benefit of having him is he can teach Campana how to create better chances. Okay. Luis, Louis says Campana is a goal poacher, good ball controller, but isn't a runner. He does have a nice strike on the ball. He does. Well, when we say he's not a runner, is that, you know, I don't know how much is that is coaching. Is he just told to stay up top? Cause that's for the most part, what he does. He likes to stay up top, but but what I like about Campana is he'll come back and he'll play defense. Um, <laughs> so about the uh, about the racist comment, not once but twice. Okay, yeah, I, I thought I recalled there being some sort of uh, you know racial issues with our buddy Luis Suarez. Uh, Luis Suarez, um, Francisco Garcia says from watching a few months. You need a a good goalkeeper. What? Wait, hey, what are you talking about? A good central defender, a good defensive midfielder. Busquets can't take, uh, can't take the burden of covering midfield alone, and a good striker. Francisco, I don't know what you're smoking. We have a good goalkeeper. We have one of the best goalkeepers in the league. What are you smoking, Francisco? A good central defender? You got a point there. Um, Defensive midfield, we've got too much defensive midfield, if you think about it. You've got Busquets, who's defensive slash, likes to make some nice forward passes. Uh, we've got Gregory is back, great defensive midfielder. You know, he's hopefully stays healthy this year, and, and, he's, and he's back to his old form. 
um, Malta as well, but you could put him as wing or whatever, a little more offensive, but he's still kind of listed as a defensive middle. We've got a plethora of good defensive midfielders. So um, I, I, I disagree with you on that. Yes, uh, so defensive midfielder, I think we're good. Goalkeeping, we're solid. And it was also Dos Santos did not look bad in that last game. I thought Dos Santos looked pretty solid for getting his first uh, MLS minutes. That's something I was happy to see Tata putting uh, Dos Santos. Um, um, Francisco saying, I don't like your goalkeeper. Only seen a few games. Well, watch a few more. He is very, very good. He's very good. Uh, he's, 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 uh, where are you from, Francisco? You only watched a couple games, a few games. Where, where are you watching from? Uh, to your point, Busquets needs to play with another beside him. Yes. Um, Gregory. Now, sounds like you're a new fan, Francisco. Uh, and maybe not even a big fan because, um, oh, you're from Colombia. All right. I get to Colombia once in a while. I haven't been uh, this year. I go to Medellin, though. I've never been to Bogota. Uh, Broward Heron, as far as Dos Santos, he had better passes than Calendar. I thought he looked good. Um, Louis feels like we need a left and right fullbacks, plus wingers as well. So, Louis, you don't think Alba is the answer on the left? I mean, I would agree with you on the right, but isn't, you know, Alba's got the left, right? Uh, so you're not, I guess you don't have faith in him? Uh, Pilon says we need defense. I 100% agree. But it does sound like, so again, back to Suarez, uh, Tata did say, now here's the thing. He said it two ways. Now, all the reports are, Suarez is signed. He's coming. All that kind of stuff. But in reality, all Tata said is they have a plan for Suarez and they have a plan for without Suarez. So they've got a plan. Either way you want to go, they've got a plan with or without Suarez. So that does not mean they're, they're, they're counting on him uh, 100%. It just means... They're thinking about it. They've talked to him. There may be a negotiation. Something's going on there. But let's be honest. I mean, Suarez, uh, and I want to get to a voicemail. So, again, if you um, want to jump in and, and give us a call, call uh, 786-474-4435. I've got one voicemail in there already, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but, but going back to Suarez, there is, you know, this issue. That of his injuries. So, you know, when you Google Suarez injuries, it, it, it talks about here is that Luis Suarez is going through a difficult moment at Gremio due to ongoing fitness issues. Uh, so revealed by the club president. Uh, so the, what they said is that they understand that he has strong pain um, suffering in his right knee due to osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis. That's the type of thing that does not go away. That's concern. Now, he did play in a lot of games. I think he played in somewhere 16 to 18 games for, with Gremio. So, uh, you know, he is, he is, you know, playing. 
and he scored. Um, let me see again where I had it here. Looks like he scored 16 goals. So, you know, that's great. But one thing, if, if, if anything, um, if anything showed, I think in the last few games is that, look, in the last, last game, <clears throat> Messi had very little impact in that game. Neither did Campana because they weren't getting service. So we need somebody who, who can get Suarez a service. And so that means to me, Messi drops back. And that's what I was yelling at the TV in that Charlotte game is that I wanted Messi to drop back and create a little bit more. So Eric Thomas, that doesn't sound good for the racist vampire. <laughs> oh, too funny. Um, I Sebastian, hey, look at that. One of my uh, coworkers uh, in also in Colombia. What is the point of stacking up a bunch of veterans? Good question. So the inter, uh, MLS has a, a you know reputation of being a retirement league, and all Inter Miami right now is doing is they're playing into the whole retirement league by bringing in somebody like Suarez and. And let's be honest, MLS is a very physical league. Busquets, when he's by himself in some of those games, when he did not have a Gregory next to him, definitely looked suspect. So, you know. Hey, hey, look at this. So thank you, uh, Caesar, for this... Uh, Super chat. Let's uh, get rid of this. From Caesar. Uh, bring in Heron dancers a la Striker Girls to motivate the team, especially when the stars are resting or injured. Look, that's a, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. Why doesn't Inter-Miami have, you know, like the dancers like in the Mexican League? You know, they've got, uh, we had those with the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. I know that cheerleaders are, are very much a... NFL type of thing. And they tried to have cheerleaders in the beginning of MLS and it didn't quite work. But, uh, you know, some dancers that are throwing out T-shirts or something like that. Some, you know, young, um, you know, good looking women or good looking men, however you want to do it in these days. Um, you know, <laughs> so I don't I don't know. It's it's uh, it's it's possible. Uh, but even going deeper than that, why doesn't Inner Miami have a mascot? I know that, um, you know mascots are not considered like you know serious football you know it's like in england they don't do a whole lot of that but some of the big clubs have them why don't we have a dude walking around in some sort of pink heron costume i think we need that um thomas crown says he wants mascots like the epl okay yeah there, there's some some clubs i know they they, they think it, you, you it, a mascot doesn't feel serious enough you know for for a big club you know I, i've heard so um but I want it. I want like, you know, going back to the old fusion days, we had PK, we had a walking around lizard basically. So, you know, I want to, I want to see something I get motivate the players, <laughs> pretty girls to motivate the players. Look, it, it, Caesar, if we need, if we need the striker girls to motivate the players, we got more problems. They can motivate the fans. I don't know about motivating the players, but yeah. So Sergio R Rivera agrees. We need a huge heron. Yeah, some dude walking around uh, in a big old heron costume. 
Hey, Yo Mama FC, how are you doing? Sergio says, mascots are not a thing in football. Sometimes they are. Some teams they are. Uh, there are some EPL teams that have them. Um, don't, doesn't uh, like um, doesn't Manchester United maybe have a mascot? Haven't I seen something like that? I don't know. But uh, there are some. Um, there are some in MLS. Uh, FC Dallas has a big bull. I forgot its name. LA Galaxy. I don't know if they still use it. They they have one. Um, you know, there's some. Not a lot as many as there used to be. But there are definitely some. Uh, so, where are we? Where are we? Let me go back a little bit. Um, <laughs> Caesar threw me off on that one. I like that. Uh, Louis, uh, going back to his original thought about Jordi Alba, provides uh, experience and potential. That's perfect, but it's good to have another player for rotations. Okay. Agreed, but we do have limitations with MLS rules. So do you want to put a, do you want to spend, how, how, how much money do you want to spend on a backup? That's the thing. Do you not feel that Noah Allen is a good enough backup? I know Noah Allen gets 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 crapped on, and and if if Papa Allen is is in here, uh, defend your son. Um, Terry Allen is is a fan of the channels, so he, he's in here sometimes. Uh, but but I think Noah Allen has really grown a lot this year, and yeah, he he makes some boneheaded mistakes from time to time. He's young; it happens. So. Um, you know, I, I'm okay with having Noah Allen as the backup. So, uh, oh, RM says Arsenal is the one with the mascot. Okay. I knew one of the big red clubs <laughs> mascot, uh, Louis back to the mascot thing. Uh, Fort Lauderdale strikers had a mascot. They sure did. Hotshot. Uh, I was very good for, I, I am good friends with, with, uh, hotshot. Very good friends with hotshot. Welcome, Thomas Crown. Uh, uh, he's a loving MLS UK new fan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Love new fans. Yes, Hotshot had a flame. Flaming head. Had nothing to do with the strikers. It just looked cool. You know, so. So, that's, it's, it's, it's tough with MLS rules to see, to get depth. And that's a problem. That's part of the problem with MLS in this offseason, they definitely need to do something. So now, this whole Suarez conversation doesn't go anywhere unless they get a fourth or and potentially fifth DP, right? Do you think Suarez is going to come into this league on a bargain deal? What is Suarez making in Gremio? Does anybody know? I don't I don't have I don't have time to really do a Google search while doing this. If anybody else has time to do a Google search uh, for me right now, please go ahead. What is he making at Gremio this past year? So my thought is you have to be, you know, you, you have to have a designated player spot available in order to sign Luis Suarez, old ass Luis Suarez, bad knees Luis Suarez. So because unless they could, unless they can say, hey, you know, finish your career here, we're going to give you a TAM deal, you're going to make them like a million bucks. And, and that's it. David Garcia asked the question, is Modric company coming? 
He's expressed interest in coming to MLS. I know that. And there has been rumors about him coming to Miami. But again, that's another designated player. This is not European or South American football. We cannot just sign any player we want. We've got some ridiculous rules that I complain about the rules, but I also understand and appreciate them because without these rules, the league may not be here. We had leagues come in strong. NASL in the 70s came in strong, fizzled out in the 80s. And so the league was put together in a way to promote slow growth, to promote parity, and, and to have long-term success. Now, after the league's been around for, what, over 25 years, it is time to loosen up those restrictions. And that's what we're talking about now. How much do they loosen up the restrictions? My view is raise the, the, the salary cap to a healthy amount. I'd have to, again, Google what the salary cap is uh, for 2024. Um, or... Salary cap is uh, what is what is the salary cap? Salary cap for twenty twenty three season in the MLS was five million dollars, five million two hundred and ten thousand, five million two hundred and ten thousand. Guys, think about that. Your clubs, those of you that are, or even if you're from here, those of you that support clubs in other countries, they pay more than that on one player. And we've got to spread that out on an entire team. And the only way you get players like Messi and things like that is because the designated player rule, which says we're going to take $625,000 against your cap hit. So that's going to go into against your $5 million. And then anything above that, you can spend as much as you want. You can spend $60 million. So, uh, you know, no problem. And Eric is right here. Um, MLS rules are confusing as hell and dumb. But unfortunately, we have to abide by them unless you, you're LA Galaxy or LAFC or Miami. We got busted. And that's another good news is our uh, penalty for cheating. It's over. We're done. 2024, we have no more restrictions. We got our full amount available to us. El Habaro FC feels like MLS needs to learn from Premier. And we have the investor for the league because they invest in Premier. They need to learn from Premier. I don't know what you mean by that. Um, but, uh, you know. Tank uh, stepping in. Welcome, Tank. They should raise it to $10 million. That doesn't seem that expensive compared to the profits the teams make. Now, not every team is making those kind of profits, but it is single entity, and so the profits are definitely shared across the board. So I would, I, I, I'm cool with doubling it. I agree. So back to what I want. I want to... Let's, uh, let's go with Tank. Let's double the cap. And let's at least, at the minimum, one more designated player. That's still being somewhat conservative. Now let's get rid of 
the GAM and the TAM, which is confusing as hell. I have targeted allocated money that I can only use on certain players. And now when I was talking to Chris Henderson, he did mention to me that, you know, there is less and less TAM um, and there's more and more GAM. So it's kind of almost the same. GAM is just basically your salary cap. So if they get rid of TAM and just have money and spend it how you want, that's what they need. All right, so let's 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 uh, take a break here for just a quick second. Not really a break, but let's let's go to, and let me move it here. Let's go to a voicemail. It's time for your voicemail. Hello. All right, here we go. Hey, Peter and Uncle Ed, and all the great fans, old and new. Well, end of the season, unless something extremely dramatic happens in the last uh, eight minutes here. It was kind of an anticlimactic ending, but overall, this is high, by the way. I'm still fatuzzled from uh, we've been traveling, moving over near the new stadium project area and launching some businesses and all kinds of stuff going on. And actually, I have an opportunity maybe to go back to Fort Lauderdale in six months. Come so on, moving, moving, going, going, doing, doing. And yeah, this at least we won that cup. I wish we would have played for the open cup with all the team. So who knows about all these injuries? I think they were, you know, saving um some of these key players for not to name any names, but for like um they wanted to save them to play for their international teams and play this big China thing which will make them a lot of money and I think that's why they just also they're you know, they're not giving much credence because some marketing no longer handles the the open cops or something like that. I don't know. I'm not getting into that telenovela. We got enough trauma drama for our mama, as Ed would say, in with our own team. Anywho, love you guys, love the show. Thank you for that um putting up that Diego Cerna seventeen card. Yeah, I was sorry to miss that event, but hopefully we'll organize something um, you know, real true like twenty five year reunion when we're at the new stadium or Whenever they can do it, when all all the um, players can actually be there, because most most everybody has moved away and they're working for MLS teams in other states or they're working at colleges. But as you know, all of our fusion fellows were great success. Love you guys. Love the show. Peace out. All right, thank you. One world, one goal. Yeah, fusion stuff was was a lot of fun. Um, Louis Rodriguez comments: twenty twenty four season will be filled with many matches for Inter Miami. Uh, and competitions for for inter and, and competitions, blah blah blah. Um, yes, agreed. And that's why they need to definitely raise the salary. Uh, you know, uh, the cap salary cap, so that and it's less to me. So raising the salary cap to me, especially for a team like Inter Miami, is less about bringing in the best talent. More about bringing in more talent. They need, to your point, Louis, they need depth. Because next year, and that's part of what I put in the description for Suarez. Can Suarez handle playing MLS season? Champions Cup. We're in it. We're playing it. Where we travel to to these uh, you know uh, um, teams at all over Me- uh, Mexican teams, uh, Central American teams, stuff like that. I think um, 
but there's lots of travel. Open Cup and Leagues Cup. Four competitions. I haven't even counted how many games that potentially could be. But if you do well, what would the, the game count be on that? We already know Messi can't play in that many games. Messi's going to be in every other game probably next year. So, you know, we need depth. to your. And I agree with you, Louis. So creating a larger salary cap to me is less about the best players in the world, more about just bringing in more quality players, more, you know, more maybe U22 signings like they did. Let's get rid of Gomez, though. Can we, is it too soon? Can we get rid of Gomez already? Did that last game, last two games convince anybody that he's done? I don't know. And I, I, rem I, I remember talking to Marco, who's on our Spanish show uh, Monday nights, that it, it, he played well in Paraguay. So uh, going through some of the older chats, I know some of you guys may be chatting now, but still going through some older chats here. Francisco asked the question, since he's a new fan in Bogota, does Inter-Miami have a feeder club or lower division? Yes, we have Inter-Miami too. It is, it's a league uh, that just sits underneath inter, um, MLS. It's owned by MLS. Every team has uh, a team in it. And so they play. And it's been um, a league, what, now two years? So, but our feeder club, our, our academy has been in existence since the before the MLS team. They, they built the academy uh, instantly, right away. And they've got academy players playing Kramoski, Ruiz, Noah Allen. Um, there's more. But those are the big three that I can think of right now that are getting time. So, all right. Let's go back to your current chats. Um, Thomas feels as far as the rest uh, thinks Suarez and Messi could cover for each other a bit for rest, even though SL different, even though the different positions. I don't know. Um, they're all going to need rest. I mean, look, even even young, our young players, Kramoski needed a rest. There were some games that he looked dead in, but and they kept him out there. So they need players. Tanka feels like Kramoski and Gomez can play together in a three-man midfield. Not Gomez. Let's get rid of Gomez. I'm done with Gomez. At least I'm done with Gomez as a starter. We want depth. We want, you know, so at least let's give up as a starter for, for Gomez. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, I'm done with, uh, with, um, you know, him being a starter. And I don't know what Tata sees in that. Soccer boy media. Welcome. Old legs, Messi, Suarez, and Sergio won't cut it if you need player, young players with speed. I agree. Uh, MLS, I, I am not a fan of having the, the over 38 league team. I mean, we are. it's fun to have big, well-known players. But if you look, there was a graph that was put out. The big spenders in this league are sitting on, are on the outside. Of the playoffs. You've got some of the... Orlando City is, I think, was was listed as the lowest. Um, 
the 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 lowest salaried team. I'm trying to pull up the graphic. The lowest salaried team, and uh, they're in the playoffs. So, how about that? You know, so you know, we. It's not about how much you spend. It's about how well you spend. Um. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I can't. I, I just went to the athletic uh, website. I don't see it there. Their their graph where they showed the spending. It's it's on Twitter, and I don't want to go searching for it right now. Um, makes for a terrible show if I'm just sitting there looking at my screen, googling and searching. So, um, Louis Rodriguez asking in one day MLS had six matches playing at the same time. What's up with that? Are you referring to this past weekend? That's decision day. So they trying trying to make a thing. They've done it for the last several years. Just you know that 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 all East Coast games were played at 6 p.m. and then all West Coast games were played at 9 p.m. So all those games that you know, so that way you're not playing to the result. They don't. It's kind of like you know how they do in the World Cup uh, at, at certain levels of the World Cup. Um, and and so you know it's decision day. But beyond that, I mean, look, the most of the league all year, every game started at 7.30 for the most part. So that was all year long. Um, <clears throat> so that was fairly normal. Oh, wow. Julio. Julio Enriquez says, of Avilas, Gomez, and Farias need to go. <coughs> I think that's a little rough. I think I think Avalaz has been good, not great. I don't think he had a good game last um, yesterday. Farias is looks promising at times. You know, is is not he needs he needs to get better. But uh, man, everybody's just bad down in every Garcia Miller. He sucks too. I disagree. I like Miller. Um, he is a little slow, and that's why I think we need speed in the defense. But he is good. He he he, uh, he has saved us many, many times. And he's not going anywhere. They renewed his contract, so better get used to it. Um, Sport Shorts asking, who do you think was the brightest star stars that did not come in the middle of the season. So we're discounting the U22s and we're discounting um, our three old guys. So who do you think has been the biggest star? Well, it's Drake Calendar by a mile. Drake Calendar. Player of the year for this club. I don't think it's even up for debate. So I don't think it's up for debate. One world, one goal feels that Miller is solid. I, I agree. I agree. Again, if you want to give us a call, 786-474-4435, as we're just kind of going through these things, um, this is where this is where you uh, we can leave your voice. IT Professional Channel says that uh, Modric gave an interview in Croatia in which he made reference to the contract extension he agreed to at the end of last season. So what does that mean? He's going to stay where he is? With a contract extension? Is that what you're saying? Julio feels like Avila's 
was bad the last four games. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'd be that tough on him. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Grim Reaper, Eric's calling you the Grim Reaper, Julio. You just want everybody to go. Doofster is in here as well. And let's get rid of that. We have a great mix of young, and we need experienced to instill play and working values. That's why Messi and friends are valuable. Guarantees will elevate. Guarantee will elevate. Campana, Farias, Noah, uh, Kramaski will lead to money. Yes, of course, Messi does elevate um, all the players around him at all times. Um, Kramaski looks so much better when he's playing with Messi. It feels like he's braver, more creative, willing to try different things than he would without, um, you know, Messi. But, you know, I think there's a limit on experience. And now when I say experience, I'll take your 31-year-olds. That's a player that I say, all right, you're 30, 31. You've got the experience, but you still got legs. You still can, you could, you still got legs to, to, uh, to, you know, um, make it in this league, cut it in this league. But man, another broke down player, Suarez, busted knees, arthritis in his knees, old man disease. I say that because my wife was just told she has arthritis in her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she listens to this sometimes. I'll get in trouble. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> Tank saying, healthy competition brings out the best in teams. We need that in every position possible. Yeah, of course. Francisco asking the question, does Inter Miami have a limit of players that they can get from the academy or is it leveled by the rules? I don't think there's a limit for academy. I think it's all just about your salary cap. Because if you promote them from the academy, that means you're signing them to a contract that's going to count against your salary. Now, of course, there are players, more MLS rules. There are players that are that have the, uh, what, the Adidas deal? The What is it called again? Um a lot of the a lot of the draftees are part of the Adidas ninety or whatever it's called. I forgot. I used to. I, I forget what the what it's called. I'm sure like Eric will remind me in the chat. Um, but and th that's a let smaller cap hit if they're one of those Adidas type players. Um, speaking of those players, and I saw it in the chat before. Let me let me see if I can find it real quick. Let me do a quick search here. B King had asked the question. Do we think Robbie Robinson will be back? Because, you know, he goes to another team. He will tear it up. I would re-sign Robbie Robinson. That may be a little controversial for some people. May think I'm nuts. I know some people that are probably in this chat. I can think of one person in particular that does not like Mr. Glass. But. If Robbie Robinson can stay healthy, he is a good player. You want depth. I'm not saying in this future Inter-Miami squad, right, we're now portraying ourselves to be 
top of the league, right? We we have Messi, we have Alba, we have Busquets, we have Maya Suarez. You know, we've got all these big name players. We're spending the money. We're, we're, we're supposed to be the class of the league. We're supposed to win all the championships next year, right? You need a player like Robbie Robinson. Comes in off the bench, is not afraid to go up people. He has scored some goals. But he makes a difference instantly when he comes in off the bench. I would re-sign Robbie Robinson. His contract does expire in December of this year. So he's out of contract this year. And um, I would re-sign him. Here he is. Here's the guy that doesn't like Robbie Robinson. <laughs> uh, one world, one goal feels that... Uh, he deserves a re-signing, even though he will always be Mr. Glass. He is the backup. Exactly. I'm not telling you to re-sign him and make him a starter, per se. But, okay, here you go. If we could get Robbie for cheap, and he could stay healthy. There's no guarantees on that. I might keep him as a reserve. He is one of our best defensive wingers and one of our fastest. I don't know if i call him that much of a defensive. He's good on the attack. He loves... Seems like he learned those stepovers from um, Ari Lassiter when Lassiter was on our team. Um, Tank says he's still like a rookie because he's been injured so much. He his his development was stunted, and then also being around Iguain, Gonzalo Iguain was not the best role model. He would he would it was it was commonly known he would berate. Robbie and, and yell at him and all that kind of stuff. So he was not the great. So, um, and Robbie, Robbie, uh, is, is cheap. Um, I'm going to go find it. Hang on salaries. I should always just have this loaded at all times because it comes up quite often. But I don't. Here we go. Robbie. Robbie Robinson currently guaranteed compensation is 231000 but his base salary is 200000 So, one world one goal says Robbie's 350 k No, but uh, for a re-signing, he might get around three fifty. And I would do that. I would give him an extra 100, 100K at least. At least give him another 100K. Oh, come on, Eric. You're too tough. He makes a difference when he's on the field. 300K is too much. No. I'm okay with him being a sub. Stay healthy. That's all that. If he could stay healthy. Look. If he gets transferred to another club, if the, I mean, not transferred. If, he, you know, if we don't resign him, he's gone. He can go sign with whoever he wants, right? He <clears throat> um, won't be a free agent. I don't know how exactly. I forget how that works. You know, he's out of contract. I, I assume he could sign with whoever he wants. But um, Tank commenting on calendar. Calendar needs to up his game. Very emotionless and a mute. Goalie needs to lead from the back, be fearless, keep his defense organized. Drake still has much to learn, but he can do it. Okay. I mean, I don't I wouldn't go as far. I mean, you know, I know he's not your favorite. 
you've got your favorite. He's not with the team anymore. Um, you're, 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 uh, what's his name? That's, that's not, not, not with us anymore, anymore. Um, we already got three goalkeepers. Who are you in love with tank? I forgot. I forgot his name right now. He's not even listed. Calendar is our MVP. I agree with you. Um, so we've got Drake, Dos Santos, Cole Jensen, and they don't even list um, Marsman. There you go. I couldn't remember his name. Tank is in love with Marsman. That's his favorite goalkeeper of all time. He wants to go out on a date with uh, Marsman. Um, but... There, to, to your point, though, he definitely has room to grow. He's young still. He has room to grow. He, you, to, to your, at, you added to your point, I want to see Drake when he is 30. He should, he should start reaching his prime form by then. How old is Drake Calendar? I'm not sure. Um, Louis Rodriguez is my back here. Drake is our MVP. There he goes. He named all his favorites. All his favorites are keepers that did not do well with us. Robles was a leader, but he was at the end of his career, got hurt. McCarthy wasn't that good with us. Let's be honest. McCarthy was not good with us. He's done much better in L.A. And uh, we all know you love Marsman. And Marsman was good. Marsman was good. I think Calendar's better. And obviously the coaching agrees. <laughs> this is funny. Ash Pretum says, Robbie Robinson is fearless and witless. So you complimented him and you put him down at the same time. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Um, Francisco adding in goalie should never be an MVP means he has to save the team constantly. That is true. And that is where our biggest issue is with this team. And you know, the funny thing is, I was talking about this with Marco in our la in the last game because we were sitting together. Is that no matter what the players are in that back line, no matter who the coach is, no matter who the players are, we have the same problem. Our defense has been a problem since day one of this team. We had LGP, we had Figal, we had you know a bunch of different defenders in the back. Uh, and, and no matter what, defense is a problem for this team. It, it's so weird that no matter who they put in as a coach, no matter who they put in as a player, defense is a problem for this team. So, yes, Calendar is our MVP because he has saved our butt so many times. And yet, to your point, it shouldn't be the case, but it is. And if it wasn't for Drake Calendar we would not have the League's Cup trophy. Everybody loves to give all the praise to Messi, and he deserves it, a lot of it. He deserves it. But if it was not for Drake Calendar as well, we would not have uh, lifted that trophy. Not only did he seal the deal with saving a penalty and scoring a penalty, he also saved so many goals. Tank says, no Messi, no trophy. No, of course. I'm not diminishing Messi. But no, no, no calendar, no trophy. 
No calendar, no trophy. You put Marsman in there, he's not saving some of those saves. He'll save some. He's a good keeper. But uh, he is, is um, um, yeah, don't get me wrong, Messi, uh, Tank. I know Messi is more important. Yes, because Messi scores goals. You need to score goals. You can't win without scoring goals. But you also can't win without goals being saved. And so I put calendar right there with him. We, we, we talk about Messi. Calendar is the guy that's forgotten about that needs to be praised and put on a pedestal as well. So I'm not trying to diminish Messi. But uh, but but calendar is 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 very very important to this team. I like Doofster. No messy bodyguard, no trophy. Yeah, because those those crazy fans run out on the field and they tackle a messy. Then we're done. We got no messy because they wanted to get a selfie. So you are right, Francisco. I love how active you've been, Francisco, for a new fan. You guys need a robust team with all the games you are going to be playing next year. MLS Cup, that league with Mexico, possible mini cup, and CONCACAF. Yes, we've got four tournaments next year. And that's why the, the uh, salary cap, man, it needs to go up. I liked, I liked uh, Tank's idea of doubling it. Double it. And, and that way, and LAFC coach was saying the same thing because they were also, they, they were in that situation this year. They played in they played in four tournaments this year, and their season suffered. Now they came around. They finished third in the West, and 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 now and are, are in the playoffs and could be a favorite if you really think about it. I think in the coming weeks we really need to start talking about the playoffs, and and um, you know we could we could touch on it briefly, but uh, you know where uh, you know we think. Uh, you know, who might win and all that kind of stuff. Here's the bracket for for the playoffs. Make that maybe a hair bigger. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to, 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 to now that we're outsiders to kind of look at each game and kind of see this is the, the beginning of the playoffs and, and who's going to win I, the, the, the first game's um, uh, the best of three. And then I believe after that, it's single elimination. So, you know, upcoming weeks, we should have some fun kind of dissecting who uh, you know makes the playoffs? I'm sorry. Who who advances in the playoffs? Like so, for me, when I kind of look at it, I start whittling it down. I have a hard time not seeing Cincinnati, the the Shield winner, in the final. Now, but that is is very unusual for the Supporter Shield winner to also win MLS Cup. But when I watch it, I mean, so so we've got Charlotte versus New York. I think I probably take New York, but I don't know. Really, it's a toss up. Playing against uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati beats wins that game. New England versus Philly, I take Philly. I think Cincinnati beats Philly. You know, so then they're they're right there in the in the semis. And then on the other side of that, uh, Atlanta versus uh, Columbus, I take Columbus. Nashville over uh, Orlando. I take Nashville, and I think between the two, it's Columbus versus Nashville. Mm, toss up, maybe Columbus. I really like Nancy, their head coach. So, and then you got uh, Cincinnati versus uh, Columbus, and I mean that's a really that that's a good matchup, and I, I think Cincinnati could beat them 
and, and make it to the finals. And LAFC, if I do a similar kind of breakdown, I think LAFC might find their way into the final. I know St. Louis is the number one seed on the West, but I think their Cinderella season's got to come to an end. I don't think they make it. I don't know. I think it's just too much of a Cinderella season for, for them to make it to the final. But it should be fun. Um, oh, so Tank, Tank wants to see... Um, New champion St. Louis versus Cincinnati. No, that would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. But it, it's a tough, it's a tough road, right? Uh Deuster is his semis, LAFC versus Houston, Nashville versus Philly, and the finals, LAFC versus Nashville. So you really aren't counting on. I mean, Cincinnati's had that historic season. Forever they were the gold, the uh, wooden spoon winner. And that and now, I mean, they're one of the best teams. There you go, Ed. I like Ed Bartras. I'll be rooting for whatever team is playing against Orlando. So you'll be rooting for, at least in the beginning, Nashville. Nashville could take down Orlando. So that could definitely happen. Um, Tank likes the idea of Nashville versus LAFC. That's a good game. That's, that's a good matchup. That's a good game. And he also would not be mad if Seattle wins. Seattle's always been a good team. Francisco likes Real Salt Lake if they play Carlos Andres Gomez. All right. Is he a, Colum a, a Colombian player? Um, you look, Real Salt Lake, uh, isn't that the, um, isn't um, Pablo Masterani coaching them? We like Pablo Mastrani here because he's a former fusion player. So, um, yeah, I could cheer for them. You know, look, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't care. You just want it to be a, a good – If now, now we have no rooting interest. You just want a good playoffs. And will you guys be tuning in? Will you guys be tuning in watching the playoffs on Apple TV? I will. Um, I'm going to miss some games next weekend, but uh, I definitely will, will be watching the playoffs – uh, it may be the time where instead of watching a single game, you watch MLS 360, which I really don't watch a lot because I'm just watching my team and I want to watch the complete game. But watching MLS 360 where they kind of drop into all the different players might be a lot of fun. So I might be watching the playoffs that way. So uh, Louis uh, bringing up here as we finish up the show, October 30th. Uh, the Ballon, Ballon, Ballon d'Or, I can never say it, Ballon d'Or, whatever, ceremony. I, I, I can't, I know what it is. I can't, I can't say it though. When Messi receives his eighth Ballon d'Or, um, yeah, it's sounding like he might win it. He might win it. Be the first player to be, to be playing professionally in North America to ever win that. So. Uh, yeah, that would be, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Do they do in that case? Do you think, um, they, do they do a, a presentation at drive pink? That would be, I don't know if you guys have been watching, um, the, the, M, the messy, um, series on Apple TV. I, it's good. I like it. I wish I do have some issues. I wish it went, it was a deeper, uh, documentary than just the games. Because right now it's just about the games. I want to see 
because it's called Messi Meets America, right? I want to see Messi integrating himself into the culture of Miami and South Florida, buying a house in Fort Lauderdale, all that kind of stuff. I want to see some of the off-the-field stuff about him incorporating himself into South Florida. I think that would be interesting as well. But so far, the 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 the, the documentary has been solely uh, the games. So that would be how you kind of the wrap up uh, because the 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 next three episodes they put out three and the final three will come out uh, I think come out in November first. So you imagine they're holding that last episode for that uh, presentation of the Ballon d'Or. So. Um, Luis Suarez likes it. He saw it. Very nice series on Apple TV. I like it. Yeah. And here's the thing. That's what Apple TV and MLS need to do more of. They need to do more stories on teams, on players. Every team, every player has a story. And I find that super interesting. This is kind of like the magazine style. Or even think about like the NFL network. The NFL network will take like a moment, right? And then they'll they'll talk about, they'll have all these different players kind of interviewed talking about that particular moment. Uh, I, they need more of that kind of um, stuff besides games. They need, they, I would hope that this entire season, each team has been filming that type of thing that in the off season is getting put together because now look, we need something to watch in the off season. You need those kind of like shows. Uh, like I said, there's been a few shows. They've got a few episodes on a few players that talks about them off, off, um, off the field. And like, you know, what are their businesses and things that they're interested in off the field? And it's super interesting. Need that, need that. Um, Tank, uh, uh, a lot of people agreeing with me on that. Uh, they should do that, do like that NFL show on HBO. Don't remember the name. Hard Knocks. They did do a Hard Knocks type show on LAFC on ESPN Plus on LAFC's first year. But I agree. They need to do it. It was really, the LAFC one was really, really good. And it was interesting because I learned something. You know, all these players wearing those bras underneath their uniform. That LAFC documentary that was on ESPN Plus, it told you the kind of data that they're able to pull from that little chip that's in that bra. So, you know, exactly like Louis Rodriguez is like how St. Louis City story, how they started would be nice on Apple TV. 100%. There are so many ideas and stories. And like I said, not only those big stories, it could be like about the players, how they came up, how pick a player who's got an interesting backstory, right? Uh, take a Kramaski, you know, some of it could be at a smaller level, very local level. Do a, do a, a piece on Kramaski uh, about growing up. And, and they did a little bit of that. They, they saw something on Ruiz on the Messi um, documentary. There was a little bit of thing on Ruiz going to see his mom's restaurant and stuff like that. Also Kramoski, he had dinner with his dad. So there's a little bit of that in there. So Deuster, we, we got to end the show. Why is Inter Miami? Why isn't Inter Miami documenting their own series on YouTube? What a marketing gold mine Toronto used to do it behind the scenes. And it was awesome. 
Yeah, I, th- I'm just saying that stuff should be on Apple TV. They should do it, but it, it should be on Apple TV. So, all right. Oh, San Diego's a new team. Did you guys look at that San Diego logo? What did you think? Um, I'm, I'm going to end with that because I love, I love a uh, logo conversation. How about this? Can I make that bigger? Uh, maybe not. But how about this? Let me see if I can just make that bigger. Mm, there we go. Let's try to fill the screen a little bit. And then move it up. There we go. How about that logo? I hate it. The chrome look on a logo looks very 90s to me. It's a to me it's a very 90s design as far as just the chrome alone. Not alone, not 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 mentioning the kind of fingerprint or yarn that people have been calling it, um, but this but this chrome kind of design it's, it's not good. I don't I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't get it. So, anyways, all right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up. Um, Francisco is asking, when is the next show? I am new here. Subscribe to put the bell notification. Thank you. But when can I watch? Great way to end the show. So tomorrow, Ed, my co-host, who is normally here with me, Francisco, you'll see him um, Monday, tomorrow. Him and Marco will be doing the Spanish show, So. Uh, you're Colombian, right? So you'll enjoy the Spanish show as well. So you can listen to similar content to this, um, but different, different people, different conversations, different thoughts. Um, so Monday at nine ish, cause Ed works at night. He gets off nine ish. The show will start. So anywhere from nine to nine 30, I think is usually when it, when it goes on. So expect the Spanish show every Monday night. And then this we will do every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Plus, in between, uh, we should have a construction video soon. Spoiler alert, nothing's happened since our last construction video. But, uh, you know, we need to make another one anyways, even if it's the same thing. So, uh, you know, so we'll have that as well. And then whatever silly videos uh, Ed and I can think of in between, you know, you look around Francisco and you'll see us trying different foods and making just some doing some silly stuff so anyways see everybody here next week um to to um you know have this fun again we, we've got lots of things interesting things to talk about during this off season some ch- some podcasts go off during the off season not us we'll keep it running we'll take a break during the uh the holiday season but that's it like a two-week break but other than that um we will we will uh we will keep going all year long right here talking about inner Miami and South Florida soccer. If something interesting with Miami FC comes up, we'll touch on that as well. So ever, thanks so much for watching everybody. Please like share, subscribe and do what Francisco did and hit that bell. Thanks everybody. See you next time.